Happy Friday, and welcome to another episode of the Friday Five. It's our weekly list of five things you need to know about here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and here we are at the end of August, which is wild. I say that a lot, I know. Hard to believe that another school year has already begun for some or is just about to begin, and that looks completely different than what it has ever looked like before. And the end of August also means that we're getting closer to the annual enrollment period, which is still scheduled to kick off on October 15th, and that is just 48 days away from today. We will be counting down the days here on the podcast, and of course, we'll continue to bring you helpful news and tips in the weeks leading up to AEP, so you can look forward to that continuing. And if you're not already, we encourage you to subscribe or follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any of that information or content in the coming weeks. That being said, let's move on to our list this week. Number one, in the coming weeks, in addition to certifications and first looks, there will be plenty of time spent polishing those AEP sales pitches. But if you're new to selling Medicare and you've been struggling to close a sale, how do you diagnose that? It could be a few things. Maybe you're not actively listening. Maybe you're not letting the timing of the sale play out right. Or maybe it's a combination of a few things. We've got a link to a great article from Entrepreneur that outlines four mistakes you might be making if you're having trouble closing the sale. And while we're on the subject of successfully pitching and closing the sale, what do you do if your pitch is rejected? It certainly happens to the best of us. But how you react in that moment defines what happens next. How do you keep your mindset positive and moving forward rather than dwelling on the negative experience you've just had? We will be linking to that article in our episode notes as well, so be sure to check that out. Some good perspective on how to handle that kind of situation. Number two. The Centers for Disease Control updated their guidance on travel during the COVID-19 pandemic. As states reopened, they recommended a two-week quarantine for anyone traveling out of state or internationally. The two-week quarantine period recommendation has been lifted, but that does not mean the agency is downplaying the role traveling can play in contracting the coronavirus. CDC regulations are at a federal level, but many states, counties, and cities have put forth their own rules regarding travel and quarantine. As we're seeing pandemic hotspots evolve, these lists have evolved as well, with states being added and removed as cases rise and fall. If you are planning on traveling, the CDC still recommends you check not only the guidances in your own area, but also the recommendations for your destination. Information should be available on your state's Department of Health website. Number three, Teams versus Zoom seems to be a popular topic that we keep coming back to. And I'm sure that will continue as work from home and remote learning opportunities continue because of COVID-19. This one adds a point to Microsoft, or several points depending on how you look at it. 
Teams has improved their mobile experience, allowing you to view eight people on your iPhone screen and nine on your iPad. Also, the toolbar on the left of the screen can now be customized. I think I'd be more excited about that if it also included new themes or color customization, but I'm sure that's coming in the future. Teams has been consistently adding functionality to the app over the summer to make it more competitive with Zoom. View-only meetings of up to 20,000, interactive meetings with up to 1,000 attendees, custom backgrounds, and of course, more security off the bat than what Zoom initially offered. But in Zoom's defense, they've been working diligently on that. Number four. COVID-19 has certainly had an effect on almost every industry, but small businesses are arguably some of the hardest hit. When I came across this article, I knew I had to include it here. The Paycheck Protection Program expired on August 8th. That was a federal program set up to help small businesses gain access to low-interest loans in exchange for being able to keep their staff on payroll. What you might not know is that there are other programs that can provide similar types of relief. So if you're in need of a solution or know of a small business in your town that is, there are other options out there. I have read and watched so many profiles on local business owners who are in a sort of state of flux. They don't want to file for bankruptcy, but they truly don't know what to do next And rightly so, there's not really a handbook for this sort of thing. And of course, I am by no means a financial advisor. But from this article, it's a great starting point for researching some of the other options that are out there. Number five, we are closing in on the time where you should be wrapping up your certifications, getting acquainted with new products, and prepping your list of calls to make to existing clients on October 1st, as you begin scheduling reviews. Before you get to those phone calls, we've got an article highlighting all the things you can talk about right now. And honestly, I agree with the author on this one. There is no shortage of conversation topics. But if you want these phone calls to go a little more naturally than they might have in the past, or maybe you've never done them before, well, this is a great current list of conversation starters. Just ignore the title that says to call them right now. Remember, you can't call MedAdvantage or Part D clients and talk about their plans outside of AEP. What you can do, though, is use this list as a means of checking in with them if it's been a while. Just remember to keep it casual and non-sales related, or wait until the timeline that is approved and allowed by CMS. And now, for this week's bonus. We've got everything coming to streaming in September, From a new source this week, TV Guide. And the exciting thing about using them as a source is that there are two additional streaming platforms they cover, ESPN Plus and IMDb TV, and I'm sure when Peacock gets enough momentum going, they will be adding that in there as well. Not sure if we'll be talking about peak streaming or peak subscription at that point yet or not, but I digress. What am I excited about? Well, tonight, Phineas and Ferb, Candace Against the Universe will be screened in my home. I've been looking forward to this one for a while, and I'll just put it out in the universe that I would be perfectly happy with a Phineas and Ferb reboot of some sort. 
on Netflix, all of the Back to the Future movies and every season of Sister Sister is coming in September, and it is about time that show came back. Also, Taco Chronicles Season 2, which I did not know was a thing, and now I'm going to need to watch Season 1 to get caught up. I have been making tacos like crazy during this pandemic, and the series takes you behind the scenes of each recipe for the origin story. Trolls World Tour is coming to Hulu on September 1st. The Boys Season 2 comes to Amazon on September 4th. Disney Plus has new episodes of One Day at Disney all month long, and on the 25th, Fancy Nancy Season 2 and The Secret Society of Second-Born Royals. As a second-born not-royal, I was bummed to learn that means I don't have superpowers, but the movie looks promising. Not sure that it's going to be the next Descendants or Zombies, and now I've revealed that I know way too much about this genre, so let's just quit while we're ahead, shall we? The complete list will be linked in the episode notes, so enjoy. I have no doubt that you'll find something worth watching in there. That is all we have for this week. If you're headed out to get some super last-minute school items this weekend, maybe I'll see you out and about because I have procrastinated right up until the end here. Stay healthy, stay safe out there, good luck to all your kiddos and grandkiddos starting school, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel, script editing by Nicole Perisic, artwork by Nick Smith.